When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by Mega Ran, T-Call, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Let's get ready to rumble! It is the Matt Mania Podcast, episode 190? 90? Ooh, 190, baby. That's up the one. We're getting old. We are. We you know are. what we do. We come to you live from our perspective arenas uh, to uh, bring you the greatest, the finest, and sometimes the not so great in the world of wrestling, hip hop, and everything in between. Everything in between. We started off with a little bit of a um, compilation of uh, all the times that people got hurt. Yeah, speaking of... uh, Very holy talk. What's that? I said, speaking of in between, I would like to send uh, my sincere healing vibes to our queen, Nia Jax, who injured her hole on Monday Night Raw. My hole. Oh, she's recovering well. Tishy wanted to send her, like, their best bidet on the market to <laughs> right. You know, I would free bidet. Splash, splash some water on it. Everything <laughs> so, wrestling was good. We're definitely gonna get into that, but um, birds <laughs> are all through. Um, job introductions. My name is Meg Rand. It's awesome to be here with y'all talking wrestling. Um, I'm here with the crew. The entire crew is here on time and ready to start. As always. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Why are you lying about the time? <laughs> thing? Somebody, as always. Why <laughs> you lie? To my right, up left, yep, there it is. You're right. <laughs> the Neo X. What's going on, sir? Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Over here on my right, your left, G1 to the rescue. Ooh, wee. So we have T Call, the villain, and Rock Knowledge. What's Weird. going on? What up, Cody? Um, this is, this has been a pretty, pretty decent week in wrestling and, um, all started off on Monday night with, uh, with Naya. Um, I, we, we have to talk about this, but we'll, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, it's a shame that this has to become a topic of our show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, although it'd be very funny, I, this is like the first <coughs> table match I've ever seen where pushing somebody gets you the victory. <laughs> 
Yeah. Unless you win through the table, that's the only yeah, situation. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's how table matches work, for sure. But, like, the the push, like, I've never seen somebody push somebody through a table was the, was the thing. Yeah. Look at that. What the fuck was Lana going to do? Was was CJ going to pick her up? No. That would be that would be kind of funny, though. That's kind of cool. That. Kind of cool. Like that. You got to pick her yeah. up. Yeah. No one dropped me. just got to get her up for us. It's like, Bring it's like Hurricane yeah. doing choke slams to motherfuckers. Exactly. <laughs> right. you, it's it's a spectacle. You definitely want to see it. You want to see it happen. I mean, she could have she could have drop kicked her off the. That would have been. She could have drop kicked her off the off the apron through a table or something. Yeah. yeah. My my thought was maybe try to like put her on top of a table. And maybe do like a frog splash sort or a leg drop sort, putting it through the table. Frog splash would have been cool, for sure. But it was it was just a schoolyard shove, a powerful shove, be that. But I mean, shove into the table as well. You know what I mean? To push Mm -hmm. somebody with that much force through a table, mm, you know. Uh, But anyway, before we get deep into our wrestling discussion, yeah, but it's just maybe a drop toe hold. She could drop toe hold her through the table Ah, while she was running. That would have been cool. We're just pushing her from behind. <laughs> pretty, pretty terrible. Like it, it wasn't exactly the best, the best way they could have wrote that up, for sure. Uh, but before Not we the get best into payoff, let's talk about the putovers. This is the time of the show when we all get together and tell you the thing that we're into that is not particularly wrestling. Before we get deep into the wrestling combo. Also, if you have a putover, please tell us. Send it to us on at Matt Mania Podcast on Twitter or Matt Mania Pod on Instagram. Just hashtag it the put over. That's right. What you're feeling uh this week that might not be uh wrestling related. Now for me it's usually a video game. Um we we have it could be anything because like we go video games, we go music, we go anime, we go comic books, we go TV shows. And- it could be- so let's go around the table. Uh, Neo, what do you got? Yeah, um, uh, my put over of the week was uh, Vice News on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I'm just surprised of like how much stuff I didn't know about, and Vice just kind of puts it out there to absorb. Uh, one of the biggest things that I was watching was like uh, the Fringe series that talks about like the origin of Proud Boys and white supremacies and the and the riots in Portland. Uh, but not only that, the uh, the Informer series is super super. Like yeah, like lots of speculation because you just hear about like this. It's anonymous people talking and confessing. It's kind of like like them whistleblowing on certain topics and, and subjects. Um, and I'm just like taken aback how much, you know, how much depth the, these guys have as journalists. Um, I've always knew about Vice, the TV show, but Vice News, you know, was, uh, is, is what I was really into this entire week and probably will make, make it a part of the, uh, the, the, the news rotation, you know, cause now that I'm an old person, I watch the news, but not the, not the regular news, like on Fox or whatever. I watched like, fake news. Not the yeah, fake. There, you, there you go. Uh, and, you know, so, you know, kind of put this in my rotation. Just nothing wrong with staying informed, you know, staying current on the world's climate, you know, and I'm, I've kind of been on that trip ever since this election. So, it, you know, it's good. 
That's what's up. Um, Vice has really dope shows. Um, their uh, their network is awesome. The TV shows. Um, a friend of the show, Kay Murdoch, works hey. with them on podcast. So shout out to Kay. Shout um, out to Kay Murdoch. They do a lot of really good stuff. Like they they game on stuff that like the regular news shows are not going to really tell yeah. you. Yeah, I was just surprised of just how much content they really do cover and and how much news is out there. So. Yeah, it's uh, I feel yeah, more mature. Mature. I think they used to do documentaries in conjunction with HBO, also. Yeah, they yeah. did. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true because I've seen a couple of docs like have like the HBO logo and stuff like that. One, well, one, did, um, um, one, one, uh, one show that I really liked too was the story, and it's just the story of songs and how they they were created. And the first episode was. The story of Blue Dabu D Dabu Die by Eiffel sixty five, oh, and I was like twenty five minutes yeah. long, and you know that was like one of my favorite songs growing up. So you know, it it's cool. the story of some blue world, and yeah, yeah. So they really get into the thick of it and really you know dissect and break down like you know just the the climate of t- of today's uh, news articles. So yeah, I'm all about it. So Vice News, check it out. Word up. What's up, man? Um, okay, let's keep it moving. G1, what you got? Yes, sir. Um, today I, I went ahead and grabbed a few comics. However, even though I did, I'm not putting over Power Rangers comics today. But actually a new series uh, by the good folks at Image uh, called Radiant Black. Uh, so this is this revolves around the story of a gentleman by the name of Nathan Burnett, who's basically a uh, a 30 year old in the typical world, you know, he got a bunch of credit card debt. He had to move back in with his parents, failing at his job, that sort of thing. And then he discovers something called the radiant in which he's given this, uh, this sort of power to kind of change his whole life and everything like that problem is power is not something that he was chosen or whatever. It belongs to a, a whole nother set of cosmic beings and they want, they should back. So, so, uh, this is actually issue one of Radiant Black. Like I said, it is a brand new series. Uh, first issues out. Go get it at your local comic book shop. Uh, it was, it actually was, um, it actually was written in, in some art done by Kyle Higgins, who worked on, uh, the Ultraman comic for Marvel. Uh, a couple of people that worked on, a couple of people that worked on a couple of other series also did have some involvement in it. So, it's it's really 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 cool, and uh, I really enjoyed this first issue for what it was, and I look forward to the next two. So, Image Comics Radiant Black issue one in stores now. Is it a limited series, or is it just gonna? Like, no, this this is just it's just a, a whole new comic series to say it's basically just a new type of superhero. Okay, you know, right. Image is dope, so pretty much yeah, we do. I, I'm always checking for it. So yeah, go check it out. Okay, for show. Sounds kind of like Giver. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm an old school Giver fanatic. You know me and my me and my my Japanese shit. I love love Giver, so it does kind of give Giver vibes, if you will. Right. Yeah, some uh, alien tech that somebody got, and now they're trying to get it back. OG storyline. Exactly. <laughs> right. All right, Teak, what you got? Um, I'm not sure if we ever put this over before or talked about it, but I have recently watched it again. Um, this is um, uh animated movie crossover extravaganza by the name of um, Batman versus 
the Ninja Turtles. Hey, I and think he, we did talk. Did y'all about watch it that episode? Yes, I watched it. It's fire. What is that on? HBO um, Max now. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably on HBO Max because they streaming all the DC animated movies. But I mean, I bought it. You, so I, you yeah. watch them at. All right, tell me about it. What what you like about it? Oh yeah, so I mean, it's just it's it's just like fan. It's full of fan service. A lot of callbacks. Um, I mean, obviously, you get to see Batman fight Shredder. You get to see Shredder team up with um, Gotham City villains. So he's working with Ra's Al Ghul. They end up breaking everybody out of Arkham, but then you also get. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff in it as well because they're trying to use the ooze to transform everybody in Gotham City into animals. So you do get a part where um, the Joker ends up giving them to all the Arkham inmates and then so you get all the Batman villains as animals or mutants. So like I said, it's just a ton of fan service and um, just two like totally different ideologies because you got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're fun, loving, you know, pizza eating, and then you got Batman who's just brooding and doesn't like none of that shit, so. I was curious, I was it going to like, get a little dark for like, you know, I remember the last, I think, Ninja Turtles, they did a relaunch of the um, the comic where they showed some like dark sides of the, like, kind of shades of the older Ninja Turtles where it got a little, a little dark. So, do the turtles get dark at all, or is it just kind of fun-loving, chilling pizza? I mean, no, the darkness more comes from, like, the Batman side of things, but it's like it's like a lot of OG turtle stuff. Like, it's nostalgia. Like, they drive the, the turtle van and shoot the, um, the sewer lids, and, you know, Baxter Stockman, he's actually the fly and stuff like that. So, it's stuff from, like, the turtles cartoon, the OG cartoon. More yeah. like that, and not the Nickelodeon reboots. Got you, got you. Okay, word. Yeah, I, I, I think I need to. I was man, I was meaning, meaning to watch it, and then something happened. But I think I still got a link somewhere, so I need to watch that. Word. Uh, Rock, what you got? Um, actually, gonna put over the twenty-first anniversary of. Uh, one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh. Album is called Supreme Clientele by none other than the legendary Ghostface Killer of the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, hard to believe it's been 21 years, man, because that album is timeless in my opinion. 21 it's still, years. It's still a press play and go. Yeah. So it turned 21 uh, a couple days ago. So, yeah, man, if you've never heard that Mad Maniacs, you are missing out on some greatness. Um... Yeah, check it out, man. Ghost is ghost is ghost, man. All right, what's your favorite joint on there? Man, that's tough. One, maybe, probably one. Yeah, that shit just goes hard. Mighty, but I mean, it's yeah. I'll just say one, just to keep it simple. <laughs> it's so yeah, like that's a that's a no skip record, man. Like I was, I maybe listened to it like maybe three months ago, and I just threw it on. I got into this Wu Tang mode, and when I got to Supreme, I just couldn't stop it. Like it's just the entire album. Wu Banger 101. Um, oh, Wu Banger is shit. 
Oh my God, just so many, like everybody was in a zone, man. The beats are crazy. Rhymes are crazy. Oh man, just nuts. Um, so were, were you aware of the, that there's like, there was like two or three actual like different versions of that album that came out though? Did you know no, that? I remember that with, what was that other one? The other, the Def Jam one where like they messed up the, the Oh, that was, titles. um, was it Bulletproof Boss? Yeah. Like that one, like samples killed that album, but they kept the old track listing on it. Yeah. But, um, but no, yeah, it like, was, there I was, I was, I was on Twitter and I want to say Rob Markman reminded me because he posted about it. Um, there's a version of Supreme Clientele that doesn't have all the, all the Iron Man skits, which huh. is crazy to me. Huh. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And then, and then there was a different, there was a different release. If, if you bought it when it first came out, if you remember, the CD tray was silver. Mm. So it matched like the, the color scheme of the, of the artwork. Right. But there was also a version that came out where it was clear and also where it was just a generic black one. Wow. And they all had like different variations of the track list. Wow. So, I didn't yeah. know that. That happens so much with Wu-Tang stuff, though. And I, I figure it's because of samples. But, like... Oh, yeah. Well, especially those Iron Man It's going to be samples. different. Songs will be missing. Like, it'll be a different order. Like, there's always... There would seem to always be stuff like that with Wu-Tang albums. But, yeah. Still, you know what, I man? And speaking of Iron Man, I'm still mad they cut they cut Ghost's... His appearance in the first Iron Man movie. It's in the bonus features. If you go to the bonus features... Yeah. But they that was the first thing out. I did. I great. put that on DVD just to watch Me the book footage. <laughs> Me too. I went right to that part. Like, yo, it was Tony Stark and Tony Starks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so good. Hey, I'm still um, mad Iron Man died from the snap. So, hey. I'm still hurt, hey. man. <laughs> um. Yo, speaking of Marvel, I didn't I didn't put this over because I don't really know a whole lot about it, but I just did an interview and this dude totally sold me. Does anybody remember a video game called Power Stone? Yeah, on Dreamcast. Yeah. Power Stone on Dreamcast was like this group fighting game. Yeah, it was now, like a free for all Royal Rumble. Yeah, like Smash yeah, it was before like Marvel versus Cap. So not yeah, yeah mostly not, like yeah, not, not really. View, but like a three quarter view. And a big field, and everybody could go pick up weapons and pow, pow, you know. It was so, like Smash on a 3D yeah. plane. Exactly. Like Smash for us. Yeah. yeah. I have news for anybody who was a Power Stone fan. There is a video game that came out in 2016 called Disney Infinity. Now, they've had a 1.0, a 2.0, and a 3.0 since then. Now, Power Stone, imagine Power Stone, but using... Marvel characters, Ultron's in it, um, Hulkbuster's in it. Like, so just imagine that fighting game engine, but with Marvel and Disney characters. That's what Disney, uh, Infinity 3.0, and it's $9 right now on Steam. So if you have a computer, this is the best $9 you can spend. Um, it's 3.0, so it has all the old characters. It has Ray from Star Wars. It has, Oh my god, I can't even think of the list. I can't put it over because I didn't play it, but I literally just downloaded it and I wanted to check it out. Isn't so, I thought Disney Disney Infinity dope. didn't it have like attachments that you needed to buy, like little like little monos or something? Uh, or, characters? Yeah, you yeah. have little toys. But 
now that they're they're not around anymore, so you could still play. Ah, okay. The services have been discontinued, so they don't do that stuff anymore. But the game is still around. I thought the game was going to be gone by now. I but, remember when that first came out, and I'm like, man, it's just another Skylanders thing. And I didn't even pay it any attention just because there was a gimmick attached to it. Um, yeah. it, it but that was just me, you know. I feel you. I'm, I mean, like I said, nine dollars. Now, just imagine a video game where you can be the Lone Ranger, you can be Wreck It Ralph, you can be Aladdin, Captain America, Black Widow, Drax, Falcon, Gamora, Hawkeye, Hulk, Iron Fist, Iron Man, Loki. Where's Gamora? Fury, Rocket What's Rabbit, Gamora? Spider Man. Where's Gamora? Star Lord. Ahsoka Tano is in three point Anakin, Ant-Man, Black Panther, Boba Fett. Just imagine all these characters in Power Stone. This is just crazy. So $9, I just decided to pick it up. Yeah, Megusta. And you said it's on Steam right now? It is on Steam for 9 bucks. This, this oh. Since 2016. And, and, and you know supports, I'm getting the Steam games. And it supports, me a uh, supports controller, I hope, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, nice. I can't repeat all that. But um, Disney, Disney Infinity 3.0, it's $9 on Steam. It's oh, with Marvel maybe, maybe, a potential, maybe a potential Friday night fight. We'll see. Exactly. I do Friday night fights on the, on the, on the Twitch. On the so, Twitch machine. Hey, we doing, we doing what we doing tomorrow, right? I think it's, uh, I think we're doing Battle for the Grid tomorrow. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid tomorrow. I'll be on there with them, guys. So, uh, yeah, check it out. I don't know what you're talking about, but I like video games. Of course. video games. You know. Um, (laughs) I want Thanos to have his own game. That would be That would be fire. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Imagine being Thanos just starting the game like, all right, think you're going. (laughs) Right. I'm going to just kill everybody. It's just a vibe. It's just Um, where we're at right now. All right. So that is the put over section. Once again, if you have a put over and you're in the chat or you're listening to us, on your podcast, do hickey. Just hit, hit us up on socials. Let us know your putovers or whatever you're feeling this week outside of the world of wrestling because we're all into having that. Again, hashtag so, putover. Identify yourself as a Matt Maniac. Hashtag it. Put, put one of those hash browns on the internet machine. Did you? <laughs> hey, did you say do hickey, Ran? I did. Now I'll let you slide with Sheesh. I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing that back. <laughs> I let you what, slide with Sheesh what's, on, on what's extra it? credit album. Because <laughs> that was clever as fuck. I'm bringing it back. Hey yo, mm-hmm. yeah. I do got to share just a real quick proud Theo moment. So Theo. y'all know the loaf. I talk about him all the time. Nothing. So on Super Bowl Sunday, I was wearing a Star Wars shirt that had. Like images from the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. He gets all excited when I wear Star Wars stuff, and he comes up to me, and I just started pointing at characters. He can successfully name every character. I feel like I've done my job. Dope. Oh, Padawan. I am teaching him the right way. But I was so hyped, yo. When he yo, said, that's oh, Anakin. That's, that's fire. Stormtrooper. That's dope. You've told him, and then that, like with the little thing that I like, bought him, like he knows that Jango Fett's Boba Fett's dad. Ooh, What's up? He got That's a good one. I'd say, so but can he name all the members of Wu Tang though? He, he will eventually. <laughs> there you go. He's more into. You gotta, he's more you gotta into teach him that way too. You gotta. He loves Boba Fett. 
Yeah, keep them well-rounded. Keep them well-rounded. Hey, that's how you, you do, to. teach them young. You to. I taught mine young with the Rangers and Transformers and shit, so I got that bud. Got to show them the way, man. Used to have a nine-year-old man. Used to be like, hey, count them off. Who's the Wu-Tang? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach him. He's going to learn. I talk. My my nephew knows who the Neptunes are thanks to me. And he's, man. Why is that not <laughs> It's only three of them. Actually, who's counting? John like played that uh, that Wu Tang fighting game for PS. Oh, you're not counting the black guy? Damn. Pharrell's black too. Shay is only a part of NERD. Shay is not a black guy. Right. Shay is only part of the band. Shay is not a producer. Shay is part of NERD. He's not an actor. He's an NERD. That's different. I don't count him. Alright, so yo, let's get started with Monday night. This is what happened on Raw. Why? Just first off, we get, a we whole lot to. of, a whole lot of what? Well, it was a very long show, but what we had was a couple of moments that I want to talk about. For, of course, first we got to talk about these star studded, in their, in their words, not mine, elimination chamber match that will take place for the WWE Championship. We have Wait, who's in this match? Of course, it is AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Randy, who else? Uh, Sheamus, Money in the Bank winner, Miz. Of course, our champion, obviously Drew McIntyre, defending his belt. Last person in there just had the picture up, and it disappeared off my damn screen. I mentioned Sheamus. Keith Lee. Keith Lee? Is Keith Lee in that match? No, I don't think so. I thought so. No, it's not Keith. I just had the freaking picture in front of me. Oh, man, all these computers Bad Bunny. around us. If only we could find Bad information. Bunny. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeff Hardy. So, so Drew McIntyre defending against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Orton, Sheamus, and Miz. That is the Lars Sullivan. Okay, now someone <laughs> in the ice. <laughs> Lars Sullivan. He's fired, Nicole. Special guest referee. And that's why he's fired. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay, so here's what... Here's the moment this got announced. Someone I found it on Twitter, and someone retweeted it and said, I could have sworn I've seen this match in 2010. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, outside of AJ... I'm almost positive this match happened in 2010. I know, I know this was a match that I did a million times over in like WWE 2K. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about Bleacher Report's headline when this got announced. WWE's refusal to trust new stars on full display with the Elimination Chamber match. And that was exactly my thought. So can we talk about it? There's no new guys in this at all. It really no, ain't. Zero. No uh, Lashley even. Uh, no Big E. No whatever. I guess it's supposed That's to be the Raw guys, so never mind. Par for the course, <laughs> man. This is par for the course. What, so let's talk about it. Does this surprise you at all, Rock? Do you feel like maybe they could have sprinkled you guys in? Like, what's, what's the deal? What's up with that? I mean, they should most definitely have sprinkled in some of the, some of the newer guys. But, I mean, this is... This is on par with WWE, so I don't know why anyone's surprised. You know, they keep the, the, the people you see in the main event picture are there because 
they're most of them are mainstays. You know, the new guys get brought up and they get a little bit of shine, but they really don't get that the the super rub they would really deserve. I mean, right? I don't want. I mean, that elimination chamber match isn't all that exciting to me. I don't, but I also don't see Drew losing the title before Mania, so it's kind of yeah. like eh, it's a match. But I mean, Drew's not losing that belt. Yeah, that elimination chamber match looks it. trash. It looks like the same old, same old, same old. Yeah, yeah they're going to give Drew his. They're going to give Drew his WrestleMania moment this year. Is what I think is going to happen. I would like to see that. Um, so it feels you know, like a it feels like a hodgepodge. Yeah, like I don't know what's happening. I wish they were doing like qualifying matches or something. Like who? How? Who? I who, I agree. These people the right to be there. Like it's you just have, you have you're good. You have three hours of yeah, you have three hours of match. Uh, you know, three three hours of show, and you can't like put together some. You know, some lower level guys that to at least maybe even get some TV time, you know, like you have a bunch of people look, uh, running around for that 24 seven title. Just put, 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 put them up against, uh, you know, the people who you ultimately want in just to kind of, yeah, you know, make them earn it. yeah, make them earn it. That's, it's, they said that's it's a bunch of, my, yeah, that's my, my complaint. Too. It's a bunch of ex champs, but they don't have no storyline and why they should get an opportunity Correct. at the title. Goldberg being in would make more sense than these guys. At least he's mad. Like, he lost, so throw him in. Yeah. Like, what What gives these people, I, I don't know, like, I feel like they just kind of fast-tracked this whole thing when, again, they, they have a three-hour show. They really did. You could I mean, just work this out and have them earn their way in by the end of the freaking, you know, show. <laughs> you know? One of our guys says, or call out challenges from the audience. No, they should just, uh, they should have brought back Raw Underground and have them all fight for a spot at Elimination Chamber. Yo, that would have been lit. I, I, I agree. Anything, something, something. <laughs> but that would have meant you would have had to take Almas away from, uh, AJ Styles though. No, not necessarily. Man, I, I don't think I, so. He was a menacing figure. Like I had to see him given, at the door. It would have given Shane McMahon a reason to been there. Exactly. Ah, there That's you go. True. Good You're point. right. Like, what was Shane there for? Shane just was. But there he was on. Wasn't he on? Was he on SmackDown or on Raw? Raw. He was on Raw. Oh, okay, that's right. I, I don't understand. Like, like, yeah, something should have happened to 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 big up this Elimination Chamber match, but there isn't, and it's kind of sad. But I mean, with these veterans in there, it, it could make for good TV, especially if you have Jeff Hardy in there. He's gonna bump for somebody. Oh hell yeah. No, Which he shouldn't be doing. What if Shane would have came back sure. and announced that he was in the elimination chamber? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like when I saw him walk by AJ, I was like, yeah, I remember they had a thing. <laughs> like, you know, like it, it <laughs> for a quick second that Shane and AJ had a, a moment where they had a big feud. But it's, yeah, <clears throat> Jeff should not be bumping. I don't want to see Jeff out there. Going off the top of that chamber, <laughs> like I hope, Christ, no. I hope not. Um, but so that was the first big, uh, you know, thing that happened on Raw. Um, later on, we get some. I don't know. I think. I think just this to me, and I don't want to get into brand wars already, but this is the clear difference to me between WWE and AEW. WWE saying, we know what you like, the old guys. <laughs> and AEW being like, mm-hmm. 
hmm, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's more exciting right now. I think WWE is resting on star power because they put these guys in who probably sell the most T-shirts, who probably, you know, have the biggest whatever followings, and let's put them all up in this match. Rather than bring up a new star, at least one. Usually there's one guy in a chamber who pops up, and you're like, all right, maybe, what's he doing here, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was, it's a little lazy booking, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, wow. and uh, Elimination <laughs> Chamber, just, uh, notes what? <laughs> and, and smart me up, Elimination Chamber is where they have the pods on random, right? Yes. Yes. And do you remember Kofi's Elimination Chamber match? Yo. Last year or two years yeah, ago? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that something special? That was, was like. Hell yeah, it was. Story yeah. connected. You know? Story like, connected. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Like Ali. Put Ali in. Like, geez. So he, has, he has so much stake nah, in the game. And you want to let him in there? Plate face. And tire iron and skull boy. I don't know. <laughs> Fix a flat. These guys get new names every week. Uh, but. It's, they do. It's, and it's, they're all terrible. I, I don't understand it. So, if anybody else has anything they want to add from Raw, please, this will be the time because I do. All right, I'm ready to move on. I think we need to talk about how we need to talk about how Roman Reigns is losing his mind and how you don't want to play with him because he clearly that's said. Smackdown. But that's SmackDown. Oh but shit! Oh, well, that was well. But we don't get to talk week. about SmackDown when we do. Yeah, that's true. We never get to. So we can go to SmackDown. All, All right. right. So what's happening with Roman? He, he doesn't want Drew to play with him. <laughs> he says. Basically. He needs to be. So, oh, so Drew or Edge? Edge. Oh, my he, bad. Not Drew. Edge. He's saying that Edge should have came to him and said, you know, since Roman is the most important star and his title was the most important that he don't know why he's playing with him and going to these other brands acting like there's anybody to fight besides him. So, yeah. I think that's the... Uh, what do you guys think about that? That is how a champion should carry himself. That's the way you're supposed to respond. Like, nah, man, I'm more important than... Like, this is the main belt, and I'm the main guy. And so you I think you should, if Edge wants to make history, I think it should be against Roman. But... Do you let the travel chief lose to Edge? Hmm. Oh hell no! And I don't think I don't think he can. And I don't think he can. And I don't think Edge is looking. And this is just my opinion. I don't know the. I can't read the tea leaves or anything. But I don't think Edge is there to big himself up. I just think he's there to you know kind of get out that those those last minute jitters that he has with wrestling. And you know, I, I don't foresee him. You know, having a title, I don't see him being like Goldberg or anything like that. But that's just me. Hmm. Okay. I mean, and I don't see. I don't see Roman. What do y'all think? Roman anytime soon. I think Roman clearly beats Edge. Roman's looking real bulletproof right now. Roman's gonna Roman's gonna beat Edge, but it's not gonna be something simple like this. Is gonna be one of those one of those epic student versus teacher type vibe. Fights is gonna have like some serious storytelling in ring before Roman Reigns somehow no, I mean, picks up ten spears. There's always shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's gonna be like ten spears, five each. You know, 
definitely. Who got the best spear? You we just got to call. Usos want to come out like there's always yep. there's always shenanigans. But what I'm saying yep. is that even with the shenanigans involved, Roman still like I'll say this. I feel like Drew would lose his title between Roman right now. I feel like Roman's going too hard in the paint for his title. He's like, I'm willing to do anything and he'll he'll throw Paul to the wolves before he loses his title. Trust. I, I agree. So I know, did, you, did, you, did you see the interview Roman did where he said he doesn't know if he would want to not work with Paul Heyman any, if, if it were to come down no, to yeah. that? He was just telling me he, about that. He, he, said he'll, he said he'll work, he wants him to still be backstage to work with him if they separate them on TV. But what yeah. I'm saying is storyline-wise, Roman would let Paul's bones get picked before he loses that title. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In the story, he'll throw his family, anybody to him before before losing. So I, I get that. Um, I just heard something else which makes a and lot of sense. That's winner. That's a champion it. for you right there. Shout out to, who was that? If Rabbits Could Fly, who said, why isn't Big E in the chamber? I think I have the answer to that. And the answer, I think, will be answered on SmackDown. SmackDown, isn't he? I think they're going to do a, a SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Because they will they're too. all raw guys. So it only makes they sense. They usually do it for both brands every year. The last the time I checked, they do a women and No, a they normally do a men's and a women's, when I thought. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they did. Didn't they, have, they, didn't they have Sasha in them in the Elimination Chamber? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they do a SmackDown one because the SmackDown one's going to be fucking fire. I was about to ask. Let's go around the table. What what would you rather see? Would you rather see a SmackDown chamber with men or a women's chamber? Because I don't don't think they're going to sit and do four chamber matches in one pay-per-view. So what would you rather see? A SmackDown men's chamber or an all-women's chamber? Uh, Truthfully, I would rather see a SmackDown men's chamber. And that's no disrespect to the women. Right. You know, they, they normally tear it down and everything, but just the caliber of motherfuckers that's on SmackDown killing shit right now, they they definitely need a, a SmackDown Chamber match. I agree. I think, I think it would make sense because, yeah, I think the women's story is kind of good right now. They don't necessarily need the Elimination Chamber to pick out who's fighting who. They got stories going on right now, but the men need it, I think, more. I agree. Uh, Neo, thoughts? Yeah, I would substitute the the WWE uh, SmackDown Men's Elimination Chamber with Raw, and then have SmackDown ladies have or women have their own chamber match too, because the cards are stacked on SmackDown. I, I don't see a lot of you know a lot of wrestling ca- like entertainment caliber. Well, I guess I don't. I see a lot of wrestling entertainment on on Raw, but like but like pro wrestling on SmackDown. I can see more of it there, you know. Sure. It's, it's, it's becoming kind of the workers' brand again. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting these like banger matches, and you got guys like Cesaro, uh, Shinsuke, Daniel Bryan. You know, like wrestlers. So it's it's becoming a worker brand again. I think so. Yeah, yeah no, it's 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 very reminiscent of how SmackDown was when the main card of SmackDown was your. Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, your man, the early 2000s, my my high school years. That was the A show. Yes, that was the best 2002 to 2006 
SmackDown yeah. was on fucking fire. Oh, Kurt Angle happened. God. I'm talking, dude. Like, came in and like, was doing his thing. Eddie Guerrero was yeah, high. They were, they were making stars. Week after week, this dude was making, they were making stuff. Even, even when they did the tag team shit, him and Chavo as Los Guerreros was dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. Oh, Los Guerreros skits were great. Man, man. Los Guerreros were fucking awesome, dude. Like, no, nah, man. Bobby Lashley had just, had just came over from... Uh, he, he had just came through, so he was kind of in the mix in the background a little bit. But then Goldberg, Brock Lesnar was actually wrestling in matches and not just doing German suplexes. Uh, you know, actually like doing wrestler shit. You know, Brock was cool then. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, those are them years, man. I lived for SmackDown in years. Absolutely. Sure. You know what else was happening there? And I think we talked about it on a previous episode and I want to come back to it because somebody in the chat said it. At that time, around maybe maybe the end of that era, in the beginning of the Eddie Guerrero run and Rey Mysterio's big run, um, wrestling was at its highest in the Latino households, and we talked yes. about that. It was because of yeah. Eddie, because of you know all this cool stuff that was going on with him and Ray and all that. And uh, I think they're trying to get a little piece of that back, and uh, through a little man we call. Bad Bunny. Now, the Bad Bunny effect. And how, again, he was involved in a match. So I feel like we see where this is going. We talked about it last week. We think a tag match is happening probably at Mania. Bad Bunny's merch is selling like hotcakes on the Mm -hmm. shop. He is killing the game right now. Do you... Oh, damn, they got Bad Bunny merch on WWE? Yeah, he got it. Oh, oh yeah, man. He, he, he like a half a million in shirts right now. Yo, his hoodies are sold out. His shirts is flying. He's number like two or number, maybe number one over like Roman with merch sales. And he has an entrance with Pyro. Nah, no, he, he is. He has, um, he has five articles of clothing. So mm-hmm. he's number one, two, three, four, five. And then Roman is like number six or something. Yo, Yo. He's top five by himself. That's gold shit right there. Dylan, 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 Yo, the hoodie is exactly. fire. Can't front. Um, yeah. Ixy said it too. I was going to buy the hoodie, but it's so dumb. Yeah, it's hey, actually pretty buddy's fire. New, bad buddy's the new Dylan. He's spitting hot fire. He's spitting hot fire. Yo, please tell me. Please tell me I'm a hypocrite, but I'm all for Bad Bunny in WWE. I'm all for it. A thousand. I'm not mad at it. 12%. Please tell me I'm a hypocrite because if this was uh, Snoop, <laughs> I might be like, alright, man. If this was Shaq, nah, alright, man. If this was... I mean, it depends. Are you ready to see Are you ready to see Bad Bunny versus Bow Wow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Bad Bunny. I, I am not ready for that. Why yeah. well, yeah. funny by WrestleMania, he gonna be pulling out some crazy moves. Watch. Hey, fin- hey, uh, finishing move names for Bow Wow and Bad Bunny. Come on, around the table. Bow Wow's move is gonna be the. I don't um, know. The, the, um, what is it? Pup, puppy Child. <laughs> the Puppy Child. <laughs> Yo, the Puppy Child. I loved it. I love it. 
Yo, I'm all about. I'm so all about that. I think it's hilarious. Everything, everything he does when he shows up, it works. Within, I don't know, but like, I don't know. I think it just works. So I'm all about it. And, bad Bunny's move is something. I think Bow wants some of that. I think he wants some of that Bad Bunny um promo because ever since Bad Bunny been on there, Bow Wow been on the social media. Hey, I want to get in WWE too. I want to. It hasn't then been hasn't that been Bow Wow's mo for like the past couple of years already though? Has he said this before? What? Not not wrestling not, per I've se, never heard but it just before. but just oh, trying to that's but just trying but just trying to become viral on social media to try to get some buzz around. Oh, viral! Yeah, yeah. He is a professional cloud chaser. So did you? He don't got uh, enough. He don't got enough steam with him right now for WWE to want him. He ain't hot enough. Yeah, like the. You They'd be like, go get yourself hot. Go throw a drink on somebody on a Love and Hip Hop show. And then we'll <laughs> Yo, one of our fans on Twitch said the bone barrier for Bow Wow finishing. The bone. Wow. Shout out to Hip to the Hopper. The puppy chow. I like the puppy chow. The bone barrier. The that bone just barrier. <laughs> he comes out, if he comes out to his song, uh, what's that one song I like of his? Let That's me, true. let me hold you. Fresh as I'm is, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> yo. Fresh as I'm is. What is that? Fresh as I'm is. Isn't that yeah. Bow Wow? <laughs> that's the one Ti wrote for. But yo, no, that's yeah. I want I want little Bow Wow to do like that. Let me hold you, hug into like a belly to belly suplex. <laughs> oh, it's the let me let hold me hold you. Hold you. Oh. I feel oh, like the puppy child would have to be a um a bulldog. A running bulldog, call it the puppy child. His short ass, his short ass is gonna have to be a bulldog from the top rope, like Rick Snyder used to do. No, see, not what he's gonna do is he gonna he, he gonna clip you first, so you on your knees, and then he's gonna give you the running bulldog. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a low running bulldog. Actually, that's kind of fire in my head. That's kind of dope. Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. Bow wow. All right. So let so me hold you taunt. <laughs> right. Moving on. We can move on. I saw, who is it? T-Bar or T-Bone Buzzsaw? One of the Retribution dudes came at him and was like, oh, why don't you come to WWE on your private jet and come see us? <laughs> so this was like a They still naming Bow Wow moves. Yo, and that, uh, hip to the hopper, that move has actually already been taken. Rick, Rick Baker on AEW, that's her signature. This sentence is that's cooler than anything he would come up with. But it's worded. He can run after you. It's called the Cloud Chaser. Bow Wow just actually bites you. Cloud Chaser is a spear, but he never actually tackles Oh boy, why is this so funny? <laughs> anyway, oh, I, I want to play a little bit of stretch I said, this. Right out. Oh man, yo. All right, just a little bit. Oh, then, we'll, then we'll come back with the next Hey, I heard this is good. <laughs> This is entrance music. I'm popping. I'm sorry. When I was eight, I was rhyming out backyard gameplay. Watch the snoop anxiously waiting for my chance, man. Hiding cocky with it, cause I know that I am, man. I'm going down and hit the like American bandstand. 
person to death like the neighborhood, man. Stay on the top because I keep coming with, man. Pretty obvious that, um, one, T.I. wrote this, and two, that it was 12 years ago. Oh, shit, that was Mike Jones. <laughs> Very gay. <laughs> Who? Featuring Mike Jones. I never knew that. <laughs> Who? 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 <laughs> All right, let me stop before we get the DMCA warning. But, um, yo, moving on. So I understand that we are in the go-home episode to a takeover Sir. All right, so Rock, <laughs> President NXT Specialist, can you please break down to us what has happened in that takeover and what happened on the Go Home Show? So the Go Home Show, we saw the um, the semifinals for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic for both the men's and the women's side. So that will be defended um, on Sunday. <clears throat> Um, I believe the my internet's acting up, so some of my apologies for not having the NXT shit up. I'm trying to get it up right now. Pause. Um, oh, um, we gotta we, we gotta say the um, so the Grizzle Young Veterans and yes. MSK won their semifinal matches, so they'll be in the finals for the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classics. At That's what it was. Okay. And then the, on the women's side, it was Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart won. Hey. And then they're going to be going up against um, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's that's the women's final. That's going to be a bad uh, Which, I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good uh, yeah. both matches should be pretty dope. Um, we also saw um, some shenanigans from Johnny Gargano try to play the injured card, try to say he had an injured arm. Um, and of course Kushida. So he's Kushida. not injured like for real? No, it was all work. Oh, okay. It was <laughs> William Regal came out there and put him on blast. You were just medically cleared. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wonder if my job is blocking internet websites for me to go to because I can't pull up any wrestling sites right now. Really? <laughs> Yo, them haters. You well, know what? Well, I'll, uh, great. Well, I'll take I'll, I'll take over for you until you pull it back up. I'll get it on my phone. Well, go ahead. So, for sure. Two, two other confirmed matches, of course. We got Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne for the NXT yes. Championship. Uh, we already know what that's going to be. A lot of hard-hitting, a lot of crazy spots, a lot of, you know, lightweight technicality. Yeah, submission-type oh. shit going on. Uh, yeah, it's, Finn that, better that's take be it something. easy, man. Every time he goes to a takeover, he's getting injured. He better be careful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also are have. Are we a, ready to say that Finn might be like injury prone? Because like this is gonna, I mean, he's been getting injured a lot though. Like, but it is he gets injured I, a lot. I don't want that. His to, injuries you know, are caused by the people. Awesome, you know? What's that? I mean, no, Riley he's he's getting on. injured by other people. It's yeah. not like oh, a leg that keeps going out on him. It's just like a different thing almost every couple yeah, months. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he go hard in the paint. What yeah, happens when you go hard? Happens. I mean, you know. Yeah. It ain't um, ballet, as they say. It really no. ain't. There's right. also a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, Tony Versus. Storm, and Matic, the champ, Io Shirai. Io mm. has had a really strong run, like a dope run, too. Like, she yeah. kills every time. I don't remember exactly how long she's had the title, but, like, 
This has been a good run. Why hasn't Tony Storm done the silhouette challenge yet? Why hasn't she done the busted challenge yet? Man, whoo, Neo. Neo, you my brother for life, man. I just want you to know that off that one statement. Right. Thank you. So, Io Shirai has had the women's title since June 7th, 2020. Wow. Yeah, it's a really, really long run. Like, legit. Yeah, That's so... And I, mean, I, I, I hope she wins. However, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't strike me as so far out there to think that a, that a Tony Storm could be given the main to, to be given the strap. Mm. Um, I would. I, w- I would think it, it, it could be her time, and then maybe you see EO transition, maybe up to the main roster, or maybe she gets into a program with Tony. No, I don't, I don't, don't want to see her go to the main. I don't want to see her go to the main roster. Yeah, I'm scared. That's not going to go well. I don't um, think she's going to because so NXT NXT still needs strong people, and they don't have like a lot of um. They haven't introduced anybody new in a while, so I don't think that they can keep poaching, which is why she's had the title for so long. I feel like, yeah. Uh, so you feel like that there's not another woman star right now. Like if it was, mm. let's just say. I mean, I don't know if Mercedes Martinez is ready, but Tony Storm, would you say like she's not ready for a title run? I mean, I would Tony think, I mean, I think Rhea Ripley's more more suited for a title run, but yeah. I think Rhea Ripley's being groomed for a main roster push, to be honest with you. I can see that. Too. She was already on Raw doing her thing for a minute, remember? I she was on the last year, yeah. She, um, she had a problem. I'm not saying that there's there. nobody. I'm not saying that there's nobody else who's suited to carry the strap. I'm saying they're not in a rush to take the strap from her because they're not going to send her up to the main roster. I think she's going to be on NXT for a little while longer is what That's I'm saying. Good point, cause I, yeah, because when you lose it, especially I think with the women, there's nowhere to go but to, to Raw, I guess, you know? Like, I miss the side rampage, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you can yeah, yeah. remember they even... They even sent Ember Moon up without ever winning the strap. And then they sent her promptly back down. <laughs> yep. But I mean, at the end of the no, and no, at the end of the day, though, I think Ember Moon going back to NXT was the best thing that could happen to Ember Moon. Yeah. She sure. was lost in the sauce on the main roster, and she was just not going to get used properly. I.e., yeah. Alistair Black. I.e., anybody else that's come up recently that doesn't get anything, but jobbed out or not on TV. Yeah, you're right, for sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about it. Who you got? You well, so it sounds like y'all don't see any titles changing hands at uh takeover. Uh well, there's also Gargano and Kushida, and they wouldn't surprise me if they put the strap on Kushida either. Yeah, Kushida's dope. I can see him having a championship run. Who's the um? Who's the cruiserweight title match? Is there one? Um. Nah, I don't see one on yet. I don't think he has a match. Although they're, he's kind of in a weird spot okay. because he's got some interaction with Karrion Cross right now, where I really don't know what the end game of that feud yeah. is. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week, where it's just like yeah. they're just putting him on there for TV sakes. It feels oh, like. Karrion and Escobar. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like what it is a match. Uh, that's what 
Dragon said, but I don't see it on WWE site. So maybe it'll be a pre-show or something. Um, oh, let, me let me look at my phone. Maybe it'll just be Karrion eating Escobar. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be eating that guy alive as a pre-NXT takeover meal. <laughs> yeah, that that matches an advertised on the site that I'm looking at. It only has... Because you figure takeovers are typically only five, maybe six matches. Yeah. They They're usually not anymore. Yeah. yeah. And with you having the two finals for the Dusty Classic, you got the NXT title, you got the North American title, and the women's title. Pretty much every strap they have is on for defense except for the five matches. Yeah, that's five. So that's probably takeover right there. Yeah, that's enough for a full card. I'm I'm okay with that. I mean that's I think that's what makes takeover so good. They want to get is they don't throw They want to get you in and get you out. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, so we say that we could see a change in the North American title, but you feel like everybody else is gonna well, at least the other, only one other title match, or two other, are going to keep their championships. So, who you got winning the Dusty Classic for the men? Mm. MSK or, or GYB? Grizzly Young Veterans. Man, I'm a, I definitely got to say MSK on this one. They're the hot, young, newly signed uh, acquisition from Impact Wrestling. They've been on fire since showing up in NXT. I love the Grizzle Young Veterans, but they, they got, I think they might end up getting like a UK title run, another UK uh, title run soon, but MSK is taking this one. Just, they're just really fun to look at on screen and you need tag teams like that as champions. Oh, they're just a bunch of rascals. (laughs) (laughs) Rascals. Um, this would be, I mean, if they win it, they're already saying like this could be like, the quickest impactful, like, first month of anybody in NXT. <laughs> like, to come in out of nowhere and win the tournament would be, like, really big. So, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I like the chances. And for the women, what y'all got? Ember and Shotzi or Raquel and Dakota? Yeah. Uh, em- Ember, uh, and Ember and Shotzi. I don't like Ember Dakota guys. Shot, shot, Although shot. they really be behind Raquel, because I guess like the size and everything, so they may they may put them on put the straps on them as a heel tag team. It's possible, you know. So I'm, I definitely won't say it's impossible. But who do I want to win? Definitely Ember and Shotzi. Tanks, tanks, roll up the tanks, 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 tanks. All right. Well, don't forget this hey, weekend. I, I wanted to say something before we move on to. Before we move on to the next brand, it's a it's a backtrack, but it's something that we didn't talk about, and I just wanted to know if any of you guys knew that the reason that um the wolves at a round table are no longer with Baron is because they released one of those guys. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last week. Were you not here? Maybe you weren't here. Um, it might have been after. Maybe it might the week have been that I wasn't here. Maybe. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, which one? The racist dude or the not racist dude? I think they got COVID. The racist dude, I'm guessing, and, and got and got yeah, racist. One of them got yeah, COVID. No, one, one of them got fired. A, well, yeah, that's why he got fired. He got COVID, and Vince got mad at him for like endangering people. Like, how you gonna get mad at somebody for having COVID? So you know, wait, Vince fired him for having COVID? No, I think, but I think there was <laughs> he, some. Like, he got I think they went to like COVID. a party or something. They, they they did something outside of <laughs> what they should have been doing, if I remember right. He got heat because his his girlfriend is a wrestler too. Before what impact or 
um, Diana Perrazzo. Uh, yes, that's right. Oh yeah, the virtuosa. So they both came down with it, and uh, and so Vince was like mad. They went to a yes, a New Year's Eve party, thank you, Stronica. And uh, something happened, and he got heat. Some... So at that point, once you got heat, just anything you, did, like, you could get you out of there. You were. He was with a group. One of those guys got released. You get repackaged for like two shows, and then you get fired anyway. No, no, no. One and a half shows. One and a half. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Like that's how that's. He was literally a blink, and he was gone. You know, out of there. <laughs> so, yo, before we move on to AW, yeah, talk, they had like a. It was like a run in and a backstage segment. That's what they got. <laughs> that's it. We hardly knew you. A cup of coffee in the major. <laughs> cup of coffee. Just want to remind you that we can have the big So go get on the Patreon. Be a part of the show. Check out our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Matt Media Podcast. And pay that, that money. You get a bonus episode from us. All types of interesting, cool stuff. Actually, this week I got an interview with Teak Hall that went, um, that will go to Patreon first. So you can go and grab that from my podcast, Random Encounters. Oh. Well, as going to pro while wrestling, make, while Rand's working the bugs out, I'm working out, working out the kinks. Um, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, Matt Mania Pod, and you can get T-shirts and music on our website. Yeah. Also, I want to shout out to our two network partners. We got two: the Steel Cage and the Geek Steel Network. Shout out to the homies. Two times. Yeah. Podcast sent you. All right. And um, always tag us in your cool stuff at Matt Mania Pod. All right. So, and let's now move. let's get to the brand that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Talk to you later. <laughs> All right. So, now let's go to the other Wednesday show. He's, he's going to go. He's gonna go put on his Kenny Omega shirt. Um, <laughs> he's going to take a he's oh, going to God. take a blumpkin while we're talking about AEW. <laughs> a that might be the name of the episode. Um, so here's what here's what really when you happens. get a blowjob while you're taking a dump. Oh, oh. that's the definition. So thank you for that. All right, so um, the more you <laughs> ain't done talking about that bullshit yet. They thought you were getting a blumpkin, apparently. <laughs> okay, no, but so, you need a fucking bag of dicks while you sit there and talk about your favorite little wrestling brand. <laughs> oh, we were bigging you up, homie. I just yeah, go deep throw fucking see. Chris Jericho. I <laughs> thought you were doing that. I just, that's your business, buddy. That's your savior. We thought you were handling that business. <laughs> Oh god! No, All right, bullshit yeah. wrestling. What B- bullshit wrestling? Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, so both shows actually suffered a big uh, ratings hit because the impeachment was going on. <laughs> right. So, uh, so yo, that impeachment though, that impeachment that was impeachment. wild. We got it. Yeah, we should definitely chat about. Did you that. Did you right. see uh, the? Like the new emerging clips that they put together for the for the video, they did a yeah. video package. It was crazy, I felt wild, serious PTSD watching that dude. Like it was crazy. Like some like, of the videos put together with the timeline of him talking and what people were doing. 
I was like, yo, this happened. Like, this ain't, and this thing <laughs> happened 20 years ago. This happened a month ago. Like, yo, and they showed that girl getting clapped. Like, when she was trying to, when, while she was trying to hop that door, mm-hmm. they showed her getting clapped, oh, yeah. like, straight up. Yeah, man. They using that against him? They treat, they treating him like a rapper. I hope he like it. They using footage against him. Yep. <laughs> using, using, recordings. using this bar to get <laughs> Right. You said that. Yeah, you said it. Your word. And in buddy. this verse, you see it. We're going to march down there and take this shit over. Yeah, you said it, my man. He said we're right. gonna fight and we're gonna fight like hell, right? And yeah, he sure did. You and know, it, it doesn't like it, it doesn't matter. And some other it doesn't shit. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> where you're from. Like, if you're saying stuff like that, you there was literally people in the crowd saying Trump told us to come here. You know, Trump what? told us to do this. Well, when they played the video package, they were cut into these different scenes where you know Trump supporters and the mob. Like, you know, they were very vocal on who was giving the instructions. It was crazy, man. Yeah, because it was he really said traumatic. that he was going to, because he said that he was going to march down there with them. So they thought that they were going to be meeting Trump down there. <laughs> yep, he hit the nail on the head, homie. And then, he like, just did, then he just left. Yeah, he's, he just ghosted like Rock did when AEW came on. That's what he did. He's like, oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I ain't got time for bullshit. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to be there. Just kidding. Um, so yo, uh, we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, again, not a whole lot of exciting things happening until the end. That's kind of been par for the course on AEW, and I'm not, I'm just being, you know, all the way unbiased. I think the excitement has always been what's going to happen at the end, what's the main event, Bozzy Black. Bro, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you gotta show respect to the, the Darby Allen Joey Janela TNT title match that shit was dope. That was, that was dope. dope. It was. It was a good match. I just I'm like. Come I just on. didn't care because it's Joey Janela and he's not gonna win. So really, shout, that was my fault. I mean, we I, got the we got the inner circle imploding. That yeah, was somebody that just was interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, man. Sammy Guevara, he gone. He like, man, fuck all that MJF shit. I'm done. Yeah. We we pitched a couple of you know possibilities on this, and the I jerk was racist. You know, the smarky this, the, with the fedora adjusted, saying that he thought MJF and Sammy were going to uh, eventually take over. Yeah, and turn on Jericho in a circle and turn. So what was cool is after like Sammy came out and said what he said. I like the little detail where he came or he, he exited out of, through the face tunnel, like where the faces come out, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it's, it was kind of like a, um, you know, like a things to come for Sammy Guevara. And it makes sense. I think he's pretty charismatic, you know, as a wrestler. That was, that was good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into it. Um, so we had an interesting moment and this, this match wasn't super interesting to me, but. Uh, Lee Johnson of the Nightmare family. Big yeah. shoddy Lee. He's good. He's an official member of the Nightmare really family. Really good. So I, I think it seems like Cody was trying to, trying to put the rub on him a little bit. Like this guy, you know, is going to do something. So I just wanted to get some thoughts on what y'all think of Lee Johnson. I was actually just about to mention that a little while ago, but we get off into something else. But hell yeah, I'm excited about Big Shotty Lee. 
becoming part of the Nightmare family, man. I really feel like, if nothing else, you got to appreciate uh, AEW for really being like an all-inclusive wrestling company. Like, we talking about across races. We talking about across sexual orientations. Like, they just like, if you can work, come fuck with us. Like, and I, and I appreciate that. And they, and they do their best to try to, to try to make people stars in their own lane. I mean, there was that one time, you know, in, in WWF back then where you had multiple wrestlers that were on fire. It wasn't just one or two cats that was like the top. It was like 12 to 20 people that were the top cats. So, you know, obviously they're trying to create that same type of environment for AEW and they got more than enough talent to do it. I personally watch Dark every week. And so when they bring in cats like, for example, the sons of uh, Devon Dudley, TNT, Terrence mm-hmm. and Terrell, yep. amazing f-ing talents, man. Love watching those guys do their thing. They could definitely have a crazy tag team push. I could see them doing some great matches with the Bucks or with SCU, you know, and so many others, and, man. And they just AEW still push a lot of white bread talent, though. Yeah, when you talk <laughs> about diversity, I'm, I had to. I'm, I'll let you. I'll let you. Let you finish, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm gonna just say AEW is on the clock. We need a we need a black or brown. They might they might have signed a lot of diverse talent, they but they ain't pushing them. They on the clock. Like I want to see something soon. You know, personally, I I believe it when I see a cool like you know a run like. We all been talking about Penta. We want to see we want to see Penta. We want to see Ray. I mean, listen, the late the ladies though. Cause we got two, we got two black women on the roster. One of them being Teak's favorite, right? That they pitting against not, each other. They putting them against each other like always. <laughs> During Black History fun. Month, we gotta watch two queens <laughs> go against each other. <laughs> hey, but they in the spotlight though, man. I guess you know. Well, I think it was uh, Velvet. I mean, because originally it was supposed to be Brandy, but Brandy got pregnant. Right. 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 So then, therefore, Red Velvet had to come oh, up the club and, and be and be the ambassador for Brandy Rhodes. So it was going to happen regardless. Um, I don't know if it had to be her, but I mean, but yeah, but know, where the story went, ran. I mean, because remember, Shaq came through to Cody. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jade was talking stuff about Brandy. Like that's where it all just kind of you know where that's where the inception started. You know, they didn't, be want, they didn't want in the ring, and then it's going to be Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the my association, Cody Rhodes will be right there. Um, <laughs> real quick, though, going going real quick to Big Shotty Lee, he hit that nice little cork, that torneo con hello uh, against. So uh, yeah, man, like he he really blew me away oh. this week. Like you know, oh, after God. seeing him come up on dark. You know, yes. I knew he was good, but then he made his debut on the main show and he tore it up, man. So shout outs to him. Yo, shout outs to a- Big Shotty Lee. AEW Dark just be that nice little <clears throat> seasoning that you need on your food. Just if you just want to see dope wrestling matches with For no storyline. So before like, we get like, to that last match, I do want to. I do want to have even started on that first match. With, we didn't get there. What do you guys yeah, think happened with. Um, all right. Well, what do you guys think happened with <laughs> Hangman Page and um and Matt Hardy? Oh yeah, when he switched uh, that contract. I, you think he made him? You think he made him sign on for a match at a pay per view that he's going to fight he, Matt? 
I think he did. Either he did that or he made him sign to like his little company, how he got private party. Private party. Him. You know, maybe he like, he got him now and he don't even know it because he was all drunk and shit. So. <laughs> yeah, he saw Hangman was drunk and Hangman played him. Yeah. Yo, but speaking of getting played, y'all watch uh, Pac versus Dolph Zig? <laughs> y'all didn't catch that match? It's not Dolph Ziggler. That's his Dolph Ziggler. That's his Pac versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, you didn't watch. You didn't watch that match. That's Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> what is it? Uh, the Hollywood hunk Ryan yeah, Ryan Nemeth. Nemeth, thank you, Nemeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, man, that's his, like I told you, one at least. It's, at least it's not Dolph's brother who's a murderer. <laughs> I right, and y'all and uh, y'all just let me in on that one because I didn't even know he had a brother that was a murderer until I Wait, think y'all I mentioned that. <laughs> Wait, he got a brother that's a murderer? Yeah, wow. I did not know that. Okay, anyway. yeah, yeah. And all that well, stuff no, he, was going on. They took Dolph off TV for a while because they didn't want him to. Um, they didn't want to have to deal with that backlash. Wait a minute. You can't just say somebody's a murderer and, and let's not take a moment to talk about this. Rock, have you heard about this? WWE. Are you it's listening? old news, man. Look it up. <laughs> Did you hear that Dolph Ziggler's brother is a murderer? <laughs> no. Well, does, he sell, like does right. he sell good like his brother? He, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not the same brother. They talking about somebody else, but his brother on a selling. Yo, Alex like Jared. <laughs> Wait, look at the link. I'm too high for this shit. Shut up. All right. Um okay, brother of WWE. <laughs> brother of WWE superstar Boilermaker gets Prison for botched drug robbery turned dead. That looks like that's like Fat Joe. Damn, <laughs> it looks. Uh, yeah, I was like, all right, Donald oh, Craig. Uh, all right, Donald Nemeth and Jack King apologize for the January 2015 death of Joshua Maskell inside the University Hotel and Suites in Cleveland. Um, jeez, Nemeth, brother of WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler, knew both King and Maskell. Nemeth and King worked together as Boilermakers. Nemeth. Um, and Maskell were close friends, and Nemeth bought drugs from him. Nemeth plotted with King to rob Maskell, and then one of the two men shot him during a scuffle in the hallway. How Maskell dies remains blurry as the hotel surveillance video that showed his death. Uh, Nemeth did not blame King for the killing, but his lawyer told Gallagher that his client only gave King access to Maskell. Nemeth partied and went to dinner with him several times. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, yeah, this is terrible. And his nickname was Drama. <laughs> he said the guy called him by Drama. This guy's this trouble. They call, they call him Drama. Um, <laughs> he also had a career as a professional wrestler. Uh, but, oh, man. Wow. I did not know that. That was 2017. Yeah. Well, speaking of murder, Park murdered Brian, uh, Brian Nemeth. 
He should murder that dude. He gave him a a black black arrow into the brutalizer. I was just about to say the finish was crazy. That was rough. He did it on those and then flipped them into the brutalizer. I'm sorry, that shit was great. The rings of Saturn. Ryan Nemeth, he looked like he died like in a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Like he had the X's in his eyes. Like he was out for the count. He was dead. He was dead. He could definitely sell like Dolph. Sanka, you dead? He can deliver so like the X's in the and the birds flying around his head. Dolph? You think he sells as good as Dolph for real? Oh yeah, he's I think, there. I think <laughs> he delivers as good as Dolph as well. He did Dolph's, uh, you know, the DDT that Dolph does, where he jumps real high and catches you. And he, Yo, uh, he obviously it. drama didn't. <laughs> obviously, his brother drama doesn't sell as well as he did. Otherwise, the um. The drug deal would have went by smoothly. <laughs> yeah, he don't sell. Um, he don't sell that uh, well. He's a straight shooter. Too soon. Nah, nah. It happened in 2017. It's not <laughs> All right. But <laughs> anyway, it's not who's on AEW. So full disclaimer, no, the murderer is not on AEW. This is another brother that we're speaking of. For sure. All right, so um, we got honestly, we could just go to the to the main event. So we got Kenta and Mox, uh, Kenta and Kenny versus Moxley and Archer. False count anywhere. Um, the title showed How up. Good did it show. look for Mox to come out with that title, baby? I How mean, it look? that was cool. I like the WGP US champion. They put it in the the, the little like the marquee. IWGP US champion, like. I respect that because WWE yeah. wouldn't like. There's no way they would recognize another company like that. So I, I like it. I like it. Well, um, it was so cool, like because um, uh, Excalibur was referencing a lot of like NJPW lore, which was amazing, right? Yeah. Because he had mentioned, you know, the Murderhawk Monster was part of Suzuki Goon. He had mentioned that Lance Archer was the U.S. title, the U.S. The, I'm sorry, the IWGP U.S. champion. Everybody's been a U.S. champion minus Kenta, but Kenta's got the case, you know, so he's ready to he's ready to cash it in at New Beginning. Oh, that's yeah. that's his money in the bank. Yeah, he's got the money in the bank basically, and uh, he's owed a, a title shot. Um, okay, I'm sorry, Shonika, I did skip uh, the Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament first match was Layla Hirsch, Thunder Rosa. I didn't know a whole lot. Shit, Layla Hirsch. Hirsch. It's a tournament. Yeah, it's a tournament. And, she, and Layla um, has been on Dark before. Yeah. Um, I don't get to watch a lot of Dark, so if you could, maybe G1, tell me a little bit about legit Layla Hirsch. Legit Layla Hirsch, man. I She's a swole-ass, you know. Yeah, think, think like, a, like, like a John Silver, <laughs> but prettier. But more, much much more beautiful. Yeah, yeah, she's actually really pretty, but she's just Stop like eating. she's built like a fucking tank, and she'll she'll rip your shit off. Like this she's is dope. This is the first time, and uh, if rabbits could fly, said it. This is the first time I've really got excited about women's wrestling in AEW because that's always been the Achilles heel of this show. It's Monica, a good, good. You call. say that. You say I that. So. You so say that. Tournament got me excited, but this was to me the low point of their show has been the women's matches. Yeah. Just my opinion, but yeah. this. This tournament, this match is going to, I think, elevate their division for well, sure. Well, and not only that, we have a U.S. bracket and a, and a, and a Japan bracket, That's right? True. 
and and Omega has already promised like phenomenal matches from the Japan bracket. So I mean, let's just wait to see. Yeah, we'll wait, wait and see when that happens. Some of these winter wrestlers that haven't got televised. Yeah, freaking <laughs> COVID. Signed. COVID's changed the landscape for sure, but you know, we'll see how it goes. She has so just to kind of give you a, a, a short little background. So she's she's got some high school wrestling stripes, you know, dealing in heavyweight class. Uh, she's a product of CZW, so I'm so I'm sure you know her. And in, in, yeah, I think between uh, 2017 and 2019, she was in Combat Zone. Then she went over in Japan and she wrestled for Stardom for a little while. A lot of cast came out of Stardom. Uh, Jamie Hader. Uh, be a priestly couple. Be a priestly, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, is this the uh, chick who kept some... talking about how thick she was? G one, like it's it's a couple of thick ones, but that was the thick one without the <laughs> knee pads, stocky looking motherfucker. It's uh, hey, they got some thick, they got some thick chicks in 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 AEW. I like the the Chris Statlander. Yo, you yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's by one of them. She's ATL yeah. thick. Yep. Man, dude, <laughs> and, uh, Danny, Jor- Danny Jordan, <laughs> another one. Like it's some thick ones on on the show. Yo, Tay Conti, yo, yes, Priest. If you're not familiar or with Stardom, a lot of a lot of great wrestlers have come out of Stardom that have that you know, like Danny Hater, bad too, Harry Sane, uh, Tony Storm, like pretty yeah. much anybody that's been dope has kind of come through there. Um, Santana Garrett, um, so many, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. yes. So, um, I'm interested. I'm, I'm really, I'm into it. So I want to see more of this. Um, and Thunder Rose is probably my favorite, uh, Thunder Rose. Oh, so. yo, that's, well, again, right. you know, they, they, they're the two women that, that, that had that match. And it was, it was definitely a very good match to watch. I mean, it highlighted each of their strengths, in my opinion, you know, again, I'm, I'm excited to see where the late, where the women's division goes. So yeah. Word. All right. And, uh, off to the, the way the show ended, we get Omega hitting Lance Archer with a B trigger, but oh, yeah. get him up. For it the was one- an assisted B trigger. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Assisted on one wing and the assist. And he hit the move, gets the pin. Um, it was I, a schmoz finish, but hey, it was false count anywhere. What, got, what did you, what did you expect? Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you say, oh, false count anywhere, unsanctioned, whatever, then you expect some, some. Right. Space. At least it was a fun schmoz finish. They had to help him lift them up for the one way. That was cool. And uh, Kenta came out to his new Japan music. Like, uh, that was cool. Yo, it was Kenta did that. Not- Kenta did that running coup de gras spot from the platform through the table on on Moxley. Oh, that was that was crazy. Man, that, that was, was crazy. Dope. I saw that so thing in slow mo on Twitter. He took a whole knee to the right side of his cheekbone. Ooh. Wow. It was a brutal. much. Did you see uh, also did you a see much in that, in that yes. clip before the match when Mox was um when Mox pulled out Allen Iverson when he was on the golf course. Like I don't need to practice. Practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was that was cool. We talked about practice. Technically, it didn't go through the table if the table didn't break, but. Well, uh, they brought it from Japan. Oh, yeah. It's, it's 30. <laughs> this is 30 table from Japan. Oh, tough ass. Hey. Uh, fuck, All right. Fuck, fuck, they they make that's what I heard from. It's Japan. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Mox got him. He got him. Um, he definitely got hit. But you know what? I think if anybody deserved to get wrecked for taking that terrible GTS last week. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he improved on it this week. This week was much better. Yeah, I'm sure he got. Well, too. I was, I was, like, I was upset that that PPA all day, Mr. Peter Avalon had to take a yes, GTS first for no reason. Come on, man, the guy's a local legend. He doesn't need to be taking no first legend. That's my dude. Arizona alumni. Yes, sir. What is his finisher called? The Martinis. Yeah, he does like a. <laughs> He does a meteor, a meteora, he, he, right? He does a uh, meteora to the back. Yeah, the, mar- the, back. the martinis. The martinis. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, real quick though, the the guy, the guy that he was uh, partnered with, uh, what's his name? Benetti or? Let me look uh, Benzino. I know you're talking about tall dude. Yeah, ben- Benzino. Benoni. Benzino. Benzino. <laughs> Wasn't he in NXT for like a hot, like for a long time? Like him and his homeboy? He was under the radar for a hot minute. Him and I thought he was in the source, right? (laughs) He used to run the source. (laughs) (laughs) Eminem. He was in the Made Men, I think. That was the name of his group. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's a made man in the ring. They've been in the roots. (laughs) Oh, God. But anyway. I mean, you know, oh, shit. Out. but I, you know, oh, right? win a couple more matches. Oh, um, <laughs> we, well, hey, they won on dark. They did. Uh, yeah, they did. don't you shouldn't have missed it. I'm don't sorry. Miss, don't sleep on dark. I definitely need to watch it. It's, it's, it's free. It's free. <laughs> like it's two, hours, it's, it's two hours of straight matches. My no story is free. Okay, I, wish, I get it. I get I it. But it's there. Yo, when I watched Dark over there with G1, I was it was crazy. Like it was like what thirteen matches or something. I was That's like, what I'm Yo, saying. you get has this only been has this only been an hour? Yeah, <laughs> and that and that's the thing. Like AEW is on syndicated time, right? So only have a you know a couple blocks to work right, with, right? So they can't showcase all their talent, you know. And therefore, Dark, you know, is that workhorse. You know, it's the Dark NXT of of AEW, so to speak. It is. It is actually. It is. So it's an insult to that's an insult to NXT. That's where I want to give you guys a question then. So, because I personally don't, but do you guys want to see another AEW weekly primetime show? Like whereas Raw and SmackDown, there would be Dynamite or something else. Do you want to see that? Of course, absolutely. I think we got enough wrestling personally. I just think. Adding another day of something to watch would be yeah. well. Just remember, like wrestling is is selective. You, I mean, I know we do a wrestling podcast. However, you know, I've always been a big advocate of watch what you like, watch what you love, make it a priority, and therefore you'll never be disappointed, except for when when botch GTSs are amok. Right. So, so that's probably WCW was Nitro and AEW was Dynamite. Instead of Thunder, would it be Lightning for their next show? Was their next title? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gunpowder or something. (laughs) Gunpowder and lead. AEW Thunderstorm. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're probably thinking about it. Lightning or AEW (laughs) Dropkick. 
But yeah, it's crazy because you know that's the thing. Like Seanica said, you have A-W-O Impact on Tuesday. You have Impact on Tuesday. You have AEW on Wednesday. Like, does anybody have a Thursday show? No, not right now. So that might be the move then. Maybe if it's an hour, I'm into it. Wrestling all week, recap and a couple matches, but not a two-hour show. I don't even know the two-hour show. They're going to go through the list of natural disasters like <laughs> earthquake, um, AW backdraft, forest fire, <laughs> AW forest fire coming soon to TNT. Apocalypse. No, that's a that's a pay per view right there, homie. Yeah, that's an impressive tropical depression. AW Big Bang. Wait, that's something else. Tropical depression. I like that one. Hurricane. All right, so we're about to get out of here, but of course, you always end the show with a snack of the week and a burial of the week. So, Rock, you're ready with the snack. I have some ideas for burial, but I'll go around the, the table and see what y'all think. You got a snack yeah, uh, snack of the week. Hey, you going to go out hey. to... Oh, shit. Hang on. Let me get my trusty microphone on. That sounds like shit probably. They're just going to start naming it after tropical... I can hear you. Tika's They're going to start still- naming it after <laughs> tropical storms. It's going to be A.W. Barbara. <laughs> 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 okay. Alright. So who's your snack of the week, Rock? Yeah, snack of the week uh, is gonna go out to the actress. Her name is Tiana Paris. She plays Monica Rambo on WandaVision. Uh if you are not current with WandaVision, you are making serious mistakes in your life. Mm. Um has everybody seen has everyone who watches the show seen last week's episode that cares? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I have. I yeah, haven't seen one episode of WandaVision. Yeah, I know you don't care, though, right? Nah, I don't think he cares. So, how do you feel about the introduction of mutants to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? People on Twitch might care. Oh, okay. Too late. Um, I think it's gonna... If this leads to us, you know, by the end of this show, getting an, a slight introduction to mutants or to the X-Men, then I'm all for it. Like, I I really feel like they could have, I don't know. I got this one small issue is that I don't know what the, the Black Widow movie was going to be or what it was going to look like, but I feel like they've killed it with this show. Like, to the point where, like, I don't even know if I'll care anymore. So that's my only worry. Yeah, but isn't, isn't you know her I mean? movie more of, like, an origin story for her to tell you her backstory? Not not really an origin story. It was what happened when they went back home. It took place after one of the MCU films. I can't remember which one. I want to say Captain America to win a soldier. Her movie, her to, movie had Taskmaster in it. Is that a mutant? No. 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 Uh, it's not a uh not a mutant. So by the time you see this on the on your podcast no. app, the new okay. episode of One will be out. So please make sure you're watching that and get caught up. Apparently, Black Widow is supposed to take place after the Civil War. I don't know what they're and, doing. And, Honestly, and, I feel like this movie or this show is going to make me care less about that movie. So I wish that yeah. movie was out before this. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a bad take because I'm still going to be hyped for it. But 
you know, I would have been more hype. I think, I think they definitely slept and kind of like they slept and they missed the not not missed the boat, but I think the Black Widow movie should have came. No, out. they did. Like for sure, we talked about it. Before. You agree? Like, they, 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 right? yeah, they would have killed it. They've screwed it even more by doing the Wandavision show, like you're saying, because now they've given Wanda her basically her own springboard into something before they still may write with Black Widow. Right. Like I think yeah, Black you also, but you gotta take into Ooh. account that Black Widow was scheduled to have come out last May in theaters. However, a little thing called COVID nineteen happened, which yeah. really I mean for for lack of better terms, just entirely fucked. Uh, Marvel's plans for that release. Yeah, Wonder Black Woman Red came out still... on HBO, so why isn't Disney Not... putting Black Widow on Disney Plus? Because Marvel is still dead pent on putting that movie in theaters, from what I read today. They still want to put that in theaters. And they're, gonna, and they're not going to make shit on it. Eh, we'll if see. wait till everybody's vaccinated, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like before COVID, Black Widow. Side, side note about uh, our snack of the week, Tiana Paris. She thick as hell. Y'all, y'all don't them thighs, man. It, it, you, when you see, when you finally see it in her real self, like in the Wandavision show, when she put on the pants, she All right, wide. Sorry to cut not, you off, but we're talking about <laughs> much more important things. So, ah, that's wrong. We're you know, got to be on brand, man. I'm just <laughs> No, I think you were getting into something really. So May seventh is the date, like for next year or for Black Widow. I think this is three years late, at least to me. Yeah, three years. But I disagree. I'll I still want to see it, but I, I feel like Marvel. Yeah, has Black Widow should have been out before Wonder Woman. Marvel missed the boat so long nah, ago. I know. Well, let's just let's just agree to disagree. I think y'all are wrong. You think I'm wrong? So it, it is what it is. Well, it's fine. Well, well, I mean the movie. At this point, there's no reason to believe Disney won't do a good job at this. So, because they've killed everything. So, Rock, you're saying that Black Widow, who was in, who has been in like three or four movies already, shouldn't have had her own movie before Wonder Woman? Who appeared in one movie before she got her own? You're talking about, you're talking about entirely different, different companies with different storylines and different, and different plans. There wasn't, I mean, the, the plan wasn't for, Black Widow to have a movie in phase one, two, or three. Right, so, the plan was to kill her off and then show her backstory like we would care about it after she's dead. I mean, I, I'm fucking with it. That makes no like, sense. Like I said before, Marvel has yet to really drop the, drop the ball and, and not give us something that was quality, so I'm gonna choose to roll with them and let them do what they want to do because they've given us so much great shit over the course of 20-some-odd movies and then this Wanda series the upcoming Falcon and the whatever Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm I got every, I got every, every belief. Out of 20 odd movies that you're saying, all of their movies wasn't great. They weren't bad, though. More, they weren't bad. More good, good, than, bad. Bad, sure. more good than bad, I would say. Um, I mean, what yeah, was bad only a handful bad, if any. Um, and even, that first Captain America and that first Thor movie is ass. <laughs> No, nah, bro. I agree with that, but that's your opinion. No, nah, bro. I, I didn't really like the first Captain America movie. I could agree with that. Um, <laughs> agree to disagree, man. Agree this to disagree. Is, man, this show is making me want to revisit Age of Ultron, which was my least favorite thing in the whole. I like yeah. Age of Ultron. So, I mean, I, I did not. That's it was more like it was more funny than anything. 
But yeah, it wasn't I bad. I think the first Thor is really my least favorite. All he did was hang around in New Mexico. <laughs> I don't recall the first Thor. I do. We're talking over a span a of 10 years. New Mexico and they all tried to lift the hammer up. That's what happened. And it was, um, oh. it was Hawkeye's first appearance in a movie. Yeah. And the MCU, I mean, we're talking about a 10 year spread. Like, that's definitely a series <laughs> worth revisiting at any time. I agree. Yeah. For sure. And, um, you know, this has been doing a great job. So I recommend WandaVision if you haven't watched it yet. Great snack of the week segue into that. I think I'm going to go with for the burial. In my I think opinion, we all probably agree, but go ahead. I'd love to hear any of your thoughts on it, but the burial of the week is WWE for a, I could think of nope. 20 reasons, but specifically, disagree. I, I think it's for them being like not getting the joke and not deciding to run with this whole, my whole thing. Yeah. The, the Nia Jackson. <laughs> That was a let, t-shirt. Let That's her get a over, t-shirt. Man. Let her get over. Like that, she took over the internet for at least two days. Yeah. Like, let her get over. So uh, let me ask: Do you think it's just? But I'm, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say: Do you that this whole entire incident is just contradictory to her character, even though she embraced it so well on Twitter? That's that's the only good reason I can see is that she's supposed but to her be. Her social a, media presence has always been different than what her. WWE persona is. Facts. She's Facts. always been fun on social media. Facts. Right. Yep. But this yep. was the TV show. This was the Nia Jax character on TV. Because you, know, you can't, yeah, you can't funny. find that segment on Hulu. It's not on, uh, it's on they YouTube. It. It's it all been cut. And what, so why? That, I think that, that was this though. And they left money on the table. Like, that's Then cutting think. it made people spread it more. Because it wasn't easily accessible. It's yeah, proven but, time and time again. Anytime you censor anything, people going to reach for it. And whenever you were a kid and you seen a parental advisory sticker on something, didn't that make you want to listen to it more even though you shouldn't? <laughs> Yo, but real quick. Right, so what I'm what saying is, really, did you guys quick, quick, They're leaving that, money that, on the table. They could have made a, 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 a shirt about this to, to knock off Bad Bunny, you know, like. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, sure. it's possible. Nobody's stopping Bad Bunny, though. Bad <laughs> is the train that is not stopping. Bad Bunny's You could have had a shirt with Bad Bunny coming out of the hole. <laughs> like Bugs. <laughs> All right, let's get that. that, that uh, uh, no more. Rand, close the sound. Not enough of us. Um, what up, one ninth is over. What up, Vince? <laughs> what up, Vince? I, I just feel like they could have, I don't know. So anyway, Rock, you said you disagree. Who's your, who's your, who's your, who deserves the burial this week? Oh, I, I, I thought, honestly, I thought you were going to go towards the news that broke last night that a certain character from a, a favorite of ours, the Mandalorian, is no longer involved with the Mandalorian. Nah. Oh, I definitely would have said that, but I was thinking in wrestling. But absolutely, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, yeah. we can talk about the Patreon yeah. episode for sure. Gina, Gina, uh, Gina Carano. Carano. Yeah, that should yeah. be Patreon worthy right there. Won't, won't decided to so forfeit. We're going to say some shit. Yeah, let's say that for the Patreon. 
Yeah, she decided to forfeit the Disney bag for some uh, ridiculous reasons. But anyway, um, but we'll get into that. So in wrestling, I would say WWE could have just rode that for a day or two and just, you know, killed it and let it go. But maybe they didn't think it was worth worth her character, like, you know, turning her into a funny character. I, I guess I get that. But it wasn't something they told her to do, so they didn't like that she got over without them. You accidentally punch somebody in the face and splatter their nose. Oh, that's put that everywhere, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a I very that excellent. That is an excellent point, Mega Ram. Consistent. Her freaking face, Becky Lynch's face explodes on TV, and it's oh, let's show it over. And that's what Becky Lynch overdose. <laughs> mm, no, but if the Naya was the face breaker after that, come on. Yeah, but that was that that was the that was that moment led to that picture of Becky in the crowd, arms spread, bloody face. That's what put the the super rocket on her back when they saw her all bloodied up like that because you you never saw that before. You never yeah. saw a color like but, that in a woman. So right, yeah. and somebody talking about my hole is just pornographic. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't gonna make this wasn't gonna make Nia Jackson star my hole, but. I, I get it, but just keep it the same a, energy. Like that was an image that was not my not whole, people. my whole. And they could have edited it all out. Like, nah, this works with the man. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So, and then um, they kept the same energy. That's all. But I real tell you quick what, though. before we get out of here, what's up? Just real quick, um, if if you have the network, highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the brand new WWE Untold. Um, it focuses on one of my favorite tag teams of all time, the Acolytes, also known as the APA. Mm. Um, so you get some insight on Ron Simmons and everybody's favorite cracker, John Bradshaw Layfield. <laughs> okay, I think I'll check that out. Damn. Yeah, I'll give Damn. it a go. Uh, WWE does Damn. such a good job with their, you know, their stuff. Well, uh, and again, the, the fact that you know, when it comes to that type of stuff, that's why I really like what AEW does with embracing stuff like on BTE, you know, when, when there's like something that goes viral, they'll capitalize on it because they don't hide it. You know, that's kind of like, that's the other reason why I definitely appreciate the brand, you know, for sure. All right. So let's keep it moving with a good night. Thank you all for tuning in uh, for another episode of the Matt Mania podcast. If you have Patreon, you can tune in for a special episode that will be coming up just for you. Shout out to our Twitch audience, our YouTube audience, our Facebook audience, and you. We will Absolutely. see you here. This is episode 190. And we out of here like Donald Trump. Peace. Yeah. Goodbye right. and good night. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.